Hey, greetings fellow slinging agents in the field. It's your trusted handler, Brian. As I lead us into episode 11, I get to do a little bit of the business I love. We got some shout outs slash comments from a few of our platforms. And you know me, I want to sing them out. So let's hear them. Over on YouTube, we have a few comments. Dutchman Outdoors 7212 inquired on Convergence episode 0 about the Glock 10. This is in regards to a sidearm used by one of our agents, Agent Rice, played by Chris, uses a Glock 20 Gen 4 in 10mm. I believe he just abbreviated its description, and sometimes I think that because we know what we're addressing, we forget that some of our listeners may not, uh, but I promise you we will do better at addressing this in the future episodes. Also over on YouTube, we have Balint Babos reacting to episode 10 saying, Things are getting heated, and that the two things that he loved most about this episode was the interaction with the sheriff, which he described as a teachable persuasion slash intimidation skill. And he also enjoyed the youngsters at the reservoir saying that they were very, very hilarious and mentioned that he was laughing his ass off. Awesome episode, guys. Thank you, Bailent. We're here for you. Still over on YouTube, good friend of the show, Gary Anderson, says... Thank you, guys. Hi, brother. Thank you for joining us on this journey. We then go to Tom Austin over on our Twitter, now known as X, and I don't know why. Tom says, these guys are a great beer and pretzel table. Always fun to listen to. Thanks, Tom. We try to make the kind of show we would like to listen to, and I'm glad you're enjoying it as well. Really, this is one of the main reasons why we do this show, because we want to entertain. And when we hear that we resonate with you fellow slingers, <laughs> it really gets me in the feels. I don't think you guys really know just how much it means to me when I see comments like these. It really makes my day. Hell, it, it makes all our day and it really helps make the show. So what I'd like to ask of all you fellow slinging agents in the field is to please, via either word of mouth or passing on a link, let others know about the show. Make sure you leave us a five-star rating and review on whatever podcast app you listen to the show on. Be sure to follow us on all of our social media and check us out over on YouTube at Roll the Hard 20. Subscribe there and click that notification bell. And yes, all these things really do help us out. And if you want to see, or should I say hear the show go on, then please help me get it out there to other individuals who might enjoy a little entertainment and humor in their daily diet. Remember, Maximum exposure is what we're going for here. So if you're a good friend of the show, let someone know. And there's a little rhyme for you. All right, enough already with the gabagool, huh? Let's warm up our dice and top off our glass as Roll the Hard 20 podcast presents episode 11 of our Delta Green scenario, Convergence. everyone doing again because we're back yeah, we're right. back. yeah. <laughs> well let me lead us in and then we'll do our uh do our little bit of business like we always like to do greetings fellow slingers welcome back to roll the hard 20 podcast it is i your trusted handler brian welcome you once again to the show and with me my hard slingers of your yeah, yeah. episode Hello. 
11 of our convergence run through. But we got a little bit of business. As always, I want to give my shout out. You know, it's it's kind of funny like when you see people that that put comments on the on the YouTube channel or on Facebook or wherever and they they do it a couple times. I think most shows would probably get tired and like, oh, "Okay, we already gave that guy a shout out. You know, we don't need to keep doing that." No, we do. Because I love seeing continuous listeners, the people in our corner. Henry Anderson, this guy, I gave him a shout out a while back, subscribe to the channel. He loves the show. He writes in, reply, you know, just comments on every one of our videos on YouTube. So got to toss one back for Henry. Thank you, brother. Cheers. Cheers. Okay. So starting this shit off with a smile. So we got, you guys have discovered some information while at the reservoir. You found that there is some video and picture evidence that there has been some kind of a uh, an unidentified flying object going in and out of the reservoir. It seems to happen once every three days, close to midnight. Agent Adesso and Agent Coldwell, you guys looked at the videos off of one of the three, I don't want to call them teenagers, but they're, uh, or I don't want to call them hooligans either, but Mitch the Lips Atkins had some pictures and video on his phone. You guys saw them, and you even emailed yourself or text yourself the the evidence as well going about you really didn't see anything and you were un- unable to determine where this thing had entered the water or left agent each and agent rice you guys went back in to town went to merle's shut eye and you were gonna start looking closer at scott adams you went so far as to get guest specialist sarah harbor to let you into his room room 106 each you smelt this this sickly sweet smell coming out very reminiscent of death although the room was shrouded in darkness agent rice you had her take you down to his other room that he rented room 102 where supposedly he was keeping some equipment even though she unlocked the door you were unable to gain access to it agent rice as you went down to the door to join each you saw Sarah run out of the emergency exit, fleeing. Agent Adesso, you and Coldwell then went to the water filtration plant between Growersville and the reservoir, found all the doors locked, and are currently trying to find a way into the building. So let's see who we're going to go with first. One, two, Agent Adesso and Agent Coldwell. Three, four, Agent Kimura, 5-6, Agent Rice. 4. Agent Each. As I, as, I, uh, as I mentioned last episode, you burst through the door out into the sunshine and see Sarah running across the parking lot. And it doesn't look like she's running towards a vehicle. It looks like she's running towards the tree line. Good Lord, would she plant a bomb or something? <laughs> so like, jeez, yeah. Um, okay. Tana will, in uh, hand, mind you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I do still have the tube with me, but I'm not going to uh, unsheath. Well, maybe once we get by the tree line. Um, no, I will uh, run after her and, and call her name. Yeah. So we are going to enter the chase aspect of the game. <laughs> yeah. So I you want three. You, you know what this feels like? 
it feels like the um stabby and uh um oh. the baronesses <laughs> that's what this whole heinrich. scene feels like heinrich <laughs> that was so awesome by the way uh sorry i just was reminiscing that's the dragon's demand episode 712 <laughs> yeah <laughs> halfway through <laughs> yep almost halfway <laughs> So let's, uh, we're going to do this. We're going to do a dex check against each other. Okay. And we're rolling for the number, not the, the actual dex, right? The, there should be a larger number beside per, that yeah, dex. Okay. 50, exactly, uh, out of uh, under 75. Okay. And she had failed 77 over 50. You catch her rather quickly, right as she starts to enter into the foliage. Okay. Breathing heavy. Must be all those years of smoking. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Harbor, please, there is no need to run. You are not in trouble. But I need you to tell me if there's any information. I ain't going back in there. And you see that she starts to get this wild look in her eye. Almost a feral look. Oh, I understand. What Please, is I'm going to need you to calm down. What is your dex, by the way? Dex is 15. 15. You see that she starts to rear back as though she wants to attack you. What do you want to do? I'll immediately uh, step in and grapple her and make it so she can't, uh, uh, can't do that. I will lock her up. Make your attack. Okay. That will be for melee, right? Yes. Beating up on old ladies. She's not too old. This is good. She just looks old. Oh, not, it won't be melee. It'll be open hand, right? Or was that? Yeah, but yeah, I think you actually want to go Unarmed with... combat. There you go. No, my unarmed mm -hmm. combat is better than melee. I'm not using a knife on her or anything. 52 under 55. So explain to me how you, you grab her. I will basically move in and block her arm and wrap my arm around it and, and put my hand on her chest saying, look, you're not un in trouble. Stop this right now before this escalates to something further, <sighs> Miss Harbor. <sighs> and she tries to break free from you. She wants to break free. <laughs> and with this... Uh strength that you would probably not believe could come from this older woman actually breaks out of your grasp. Damn. You're drinking the water. <laughs> <laughs> For the briefest of moments, you see almost like these little purple floaties in her eyes I as, bet. They, as they drift and as she blinks. She's been chewing on the ice in the ice machine, huh? <laughs> Agent Rice, you see Sarah Harbor run out of the emergency exit. You see each give chase. And you're still standing in front of room 106. What do you want to do? So I'll reach and I'll shut that door to 106, I think it is. That smells like death. I'm going to grab it, pull it shut, and then uh, I'm going to run to aid Ichi. Full sprint. Okay. So it'll take your turn to get out of the shut-eye. Each, you've seen her break free of you. What do you want to do? 
Um, I will actually do uh, a few steps back knowing that this is probably uh, something other than the old lady. And I want to see if she's going to, I want to try to lure her back to the place and see if, if this thing is taking her over, if it pursues me. I want to, I want to sort of lead it back to, back to the hotel so we can deal with it. Not in the middle of the fucking parking lot. So you take a few steps back. She sees Agent Rice come through the door out into the parking lot. And she turns and continues to run into the woods. Okay. We'll have to, I guess, pursue her in there and handle our business in there. Are you going in the woods? I'm going to follow her, yes. Rice? Following my partner. Okay. Agent Adesso and Agent Coldwell. You stand outside of this secure water filtration plant. The only thing you could possibly suggest that can gain egress into this building are the vents that are 12 feet off the ground. What would you like to do? Any ideas, Coldwell? Even if we stood on the hood of this car, I don't think that's going to get us access. I mean, no one gives us an extra four feet. Neither one of us are eight feet tall, so that's not going to happen. Um, I think this may be a dead end here until we can get uh, either each out here or we bring back some other equipment. Well, whatever. Alternatively, it could be. we could just uh, shoot the lockout and to hell with it. We could try that, but regardless, we know the ship itself has been entering the water. So we probably don't even have anything to properly filtrate whatever that ship's contaminating the reservoir with. Right. I guess we'll chalk this up to um, something to explore later. Well, at this particular juncture, I guess we just grab, get in our car and go back to the Shady Inn. Or the Shut Eye. I'm going to go to the Great Wolf Lodge, go hang out in the water slide. <laughs> so you get back in your car, you go back through this gravel road to the dirt road, make your way back to I-135 and start heading southeast towards Groversville. And you notice something in your rearview mirror, Coldwell. It looks like a police cruiser. And it's definitely one because the lights kick on immediately. Coldwell, uh, pull over. Well, this ought to be good. You pull over. You see the cruiser pull over right behind you. In your rearview mirror, you see this large barrel-chested man get out weapon on his side you see him with a hat in his hand put it on his head and start walking towards your car he comes up alongside the door and you look up and you see it's Sheriff Oakley he looks down at you both and he says now I don't know what kind of uh, information you'll be pumping from my son and his friends and I don't know what you're doing up there by the filtration plant, but I'm afraid I'm going to need you to come back to the station with me. And that is not a request. Let's hear it, loudmouths. What you got to say? Smell <laughs> <laughs> your mic turned off? No. I'll look at Coldwell and say, um, 
No, I don't say anything. Real, real quick, Tom. Uh -huh. He has no reason to pull you in or anything. I mean, one, you're an agent, so you override that. You are allowed to talk to his son, right? Right. What can he well, pull you in for? He can't tell you. You know all the laws on that shit. Like, what's he pulling you in for? Like, throw he's it back not pulling. At him. He's trying to flex his thing, but that may turn into some kind of thing where he forces us out of his town. And the question I'm trying to re reconcile in my mind is, if we go back to the station, he's got his friends and all these other, well, he's got his deputies and everybody else. Whereas if we were to clean him right here, no one would ever know. Well, they'd find out eventually, <laughs> but that may take a little while. So I'm, I'm trying to silent. figure out if he's part of the cleaning we need to do, and this has just accelerated the time schedule, or if we should play <laughs> along and uh, figure it out. I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm still trying to figure that out in my mind. I guess we should do it like out of game, but the idea is... so you're quiet. Uh, I'm trying to figure out if we need to kill him now or later. Kill him now, or maybe we kill him later. But if we kill him now, we don't have to have a shootout at the police station. And, and maybe we don't need son. to kill him at all, but I don't know yet. Obviously, given what we've learned, you know, uh, out of game, but given what we've learned with Mrs. Uh, the, with Sarah, she is uh, she's going to have to be cleaned. Maybe some other people at the uh, shut eye are going to have to be cleaned, and we don't know how how deep this runs. So maybe he's involved. We don't know. But I don't want you to metagame that though. Because what, what they're going on, what's going on over at the shut eye? Uh -huh. You don't, don't know, know about that. It. Yeah, we don't, don't know that. that. So right now, you just know that he just pulled you over. So gotcha. So I right, think right. you would be your normal Adesso fucking full on up in his mm -hmm. grill, like, yeah, we don't have to do this because of this, that, and the other. What are you going to do? Uh, yeah. Well, just act like a sovereign citizen. Yeah. Oh, there we go. <laughs> or let Coldwell <laughs> handle it. He's good at fist. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Odesso turns to Coldwell and whispers back my play. And then he says to the sheriff, uh, Sheriff, you can issue all the orders you wish, but we're federal agents and conducting a federal investigation. And while we've tried to be very respectful of your jurisdiction, I have a feeling that you want to now cross that line. In doing so, interfering with a federal investigation can lead to federal charges. We're following up a lead. I appreciate you didn't want us to talk to your son, but he had some interesting things to say. Go talk to him yourself. I'm happy to tell you anything he told us. But if you persist in this line of orders, there are going to be repercussions. You really think I care two shits about your orders, agent? You don't know no the orders I have. And I'll tell you this right now. You crossed a line. You think I'm crossing a line? You crossed the line the moment you got into Groversville. Now, from my understanding, Billy Ray Spivey is dead. Your investigation is dead. There are no drugs in Groversville. There are no other drug dealers here. You have no reason to be here any longer. And although I haven't been a able to get a hold of SAC Derringer over in Knoxville. I have left several messages with his desk and I expect to be heard back from soon. Well, like my partner did say, we outrank you on this. So have a nice day, Mr. Oakley and Coldwell will drive off. 
You motherfuckers. <laughs> Buford T. Justice. <laughs> you see him. He puts his hand on his revolver as he watches you drive off. And we go and then, to Agent Each and Agent Rice. Yeah, as you they, watch a bitch out. As they run into the woods after Sarah Harbor, guest specialist. I like that guest specialist. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you guys start sure to take care of fucking Adams. <laughs> so you start going through the woods. It's moss laden. A lot of fallen trunks, not by deforestation, but by age. New ones sprouted up. It just, it gets really thick. You see sunlight coming through in these sharp blades of light. You hear a lot of animals chittering, birds, insects. What do you want to do? Well, what I'd like to do is try to grab her and lock her up. Well, she's hoping you don't see her right now. When she burst through, oh, she started gone. go. She started slaloming through the trees. Okay. What I'm going to do then is I'm going to actually walk back. There's no need. To, she's gone. I'm going to meet with Rice and say she's out there. She's contaminated. What we need to do is find out about Mr. Adams back in 102 and 106. Because there's no need for us to pursue her on a wild goose chase when we have two gigantic rooms to check out. Yeah, let's get to it, man. Who knows if she's going to come back? Well, if she does, she's she's probably going to look a, a lot more like Mr. Spivey than Miss Harbor. Um, if she's contaminated, and I felt her strength, she broke out of my grip which for an older lady uh, that's probably not likely to happen for a young lady or a virile man no uh, there was something within her that lent strength to her move so we there's no way that we're not going to be able to find her in this unless we're pursuing we right now we should figure out how to contain that hotel we have people like Caracola in there we have to figure out how we're going to contain all this so I would suggest we go back and search those rooms and find the body if there is one. Yeah, let's do it. I, I agree with you. I think uh, us chasing her is uh, not going to yield us anything. So let's just get the information we need out of the shut eye. Yeah, out of game. What do you, Junior and uh, Tone, what do you guys think? Do you think that's a smart move or should we be running around playing Rambo with this bitch who's not going to have any information? She does have the key card, though. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm hoping we can find another key card because Agent Rice closed the door. <laughs> well, well picking. No, you just kick it in. Yeah, you've got the uh, universal entry key in the form of a boot. Uh, I'm with a bunch <laughs> of jackbooted thugs here. No, no elegance. <laughs> no finesse. Doesn't matter. Well, my She's... with you guys are doing yeah. going in and see without find that body. That's going to give us more answers than she will. Okay. She's gone anyway. We can just go get the key up front. Yeah. Okay. She took the key. She had the keys. Well, I'm sure that there's, there's more, more than one. And she took not... the spare key to get in, though. <laughs> she, <laughs> she took the old uh, skeleton keys, too, that go to the door. Uh, You're going to be a fucking skeleton key. We're going right. to go back, uh, and we're going to sweep those rooms and see what we can figure out. Okay. So you wind up back inside the shut-eye. 
What room would you like to check first? Um, can we go back behind the counter and see if we can find any sort of keys? Make um, a lock I have, check. Yeah, I have locksmithing, so I don't know if I would be up to the latest key card technology of hotels and all that with my Yakuza uh, criminal background. Maybe I would. I don't know. So Maybe Agent check. Rice could do it, you know, like using a false Why key is... card. Oh. You know? um, <laughs> luck check then, Ryder. Is that a D20? Yes, it is. And we want high? You want high. All right, let's get that. Let's go. Three. You don't see a key card or any other item that you could use to gain access to a closed and locked door. Okay. Well, what about uh, with my skills under my craft locksmithing? Would that allow me to maybe figure out how to manipulate the lock or redo a lock? Describe how you want to do this. Well, I'd like to, uh, hopefully, Ichi's knowledge of locksmithing is not this old, antiquated D&D rogue stuff, but I can go in and reformat, a, a, get a new key for, like, you know, like they do at the hotels where someone loses a key, they reformat and get you a new key. Can I do that on a yeah, on you, hotel's Atari 2600? Where are you going to look for these blank cards at? Uh, front desk area. Um, I, I basically sweep the front desk area. I'd like to look in the drawers there if, if there's an office manager's office. Uh, but I assume it would be right there in, in the front, you know, blank key codes. Well, they're probably not going to make the key codes up front. Um, you know that she had gone elsewhere to get the ice for Karen Cola. Okay. Well, if that's where the manager's suite is, then I'll go in the ice machine manager's office and okay, and and do a sweep in there. Yeah, you, you go know, inside. Pick up, and pick you... up some ice. You see, you see that there's a, an ice maker in there. You see there's a desk. There's see there's a programming machine with a bunch of blank cards that have Merle's shut eye stapled across the front and a uh, magnetic strip on the back side. Okay. It's fairly uh, fairly simple. Why don't you go ahead and uh, make your your check Locks with anything? that? Yeah, because you're making some kind of a key card. It's my first one. Thirty four out of forty. <laughs> okay, yeah, you see the machine's fairly simple to use. It just, uh, you see that there's already all 12 rooms on there. And basically, you're just entering a room number, and it says enter blank card. You hit enter, and it just programs it. Whoop, there he is, 106. Okay, I'll do that for both 102 and 106. Okay. And uh, uh, Add a game, see if there's an option that where you can program another master key. Um, yeah, that would actually be kind of smart. I'll do that real quick if there's any sort of like universal manager key sort of thing. Make a luck check. All right, out of 20, and I want to roll high. Uh, 11's not very high. It is high enough, though. It's about hey! 10. <laughs> you see that there's a an option to enter for covering all prospective numbers of those rooms. You put your card in enter all and it is doesn't even take any more time than it took to do the singular key fancy okay well then let's do that i'll make a couple of those just uh just in case (laughs) start selling them on ebay yeah real quick uh before i go check the rooms i'm gonna look around the front desk area and see if there's like a any kind of sign like out to lunch or be back soon or something like that. And I'll put that up in case anyone comes in. There's no uh, sign. Looking. It looks okay. like this is probably a 24 hour in 
But there is a front latch lock on the doors. Because there's two double doors. They're both glass doors, but they meet together. And they have a one of those butterfly locks. Okay. Too. All right, well. I just wanted to let if anyone came into the inn at the front desk area and was looking for, you know, ding, ding, you know, for whatever it says out to lunch and be back in an hour or something. So, but okay. So you're going to lock it or no? Yep. Okay. And then, yeah, we'll proceed to the uh, darkened room. Once again, you two agents are standing in front of room 106. Doors closed. Thank you, Agent Rice. (laughs) That's good. Kept the bad stuff in there. Shall we go again? Flashlight and armed and ready. I'm with you. Yeah, I'll take point. Uh, pull my, uh, <laughs> pull my, uh, you know, tactical light and and do the, uh, you know, with my pistol around the corner. You open the door. Just like last episode, you see a very dark room. The window across the way. You see a little bit of light coming through. It looks like as though somebody had used a bunch of the blankets to kind of cover up the window. Your flashlight pans across the room. Agent Rice. You see several junk food containers just all over the floor. You see on the bed an open computer. Looks like a MacBook Pro. You see several clothes scattered about the floor. And as your flashlight sweeps across the room, you see that the door to the bathroom is closed. What is it? These fucking closed doors. The shitters in the bathroom, dude. Um, Not for the shit weasel. Do I? It, so all I see is uh, windows are covered with blankets. It's dark. Computer on the bed. Nothing else, kind of out of the ordinary in that room. Other than the stank, the smell, and the closed door. Okay. Yeah. There's no bodies though laying around or anything like that. No. I, I see no blood or anything leading in. Nope. Okay. Hey, Ichi. The, this first room looks clear. No signs of uh, foul play. Uh, bathroom door is closed. Uh, so I, uh, we're going to have a to feeling that there's a shit weasel in there, too, if not. So I, I'd say we see if we can get some light in this room. Take down. You know, I'm going to pull down the things. I'm going to see if the lights, if we can screw the lights back in. Maybe whatever this thing is doesn't like light so you're pulling the blankets down off the window is that what you're saying yeah okay you pull them down you see that the light just comes in bright through that large window and it it really shows a a bit of a story of the room you see that there's just shit all over the floor old food like i said containers messy clothes you see that there's a like I said, the MacBook Pro is sitting on the on the bed, open. You see there's scribbled notes, pages just on the floor, just littering about. Okay, well, I'd say that we should sweep this area, like pick up the computer, pick up the notes and all that. Maybe bring those back to our room. And then maybe just ever so slight glance into that bathroom if we're lucky we'll just find this guy's body okay well let's look let's um you want to grab this stuff or let's look in the room first because we're going to need our hands free or do you want to go down 
Uh, I'm talking to Ichi. Okay. Do you want to just grab all this stuff and take it down to the room? Yeah. You know, we're like right next door, right? You're down the hall. You're more across from room 102. We're on 110, 111 is where we're at. Okay. Well, yeah, we can, whatever's in there has been in there for a while. Back. I say we secure the intel and bring that back, or at least just get it out of the room so we can grab it if we need to flee quickly. Because there's no need for us to do a standoff with this thing here, at least not in the room. I'd rather be in the hallway where it's coming down at us and we have we, we have more access to it than in a cramped room. Hey, which one of us has the, the uh, protomatter spray? I had that, I believe, right? You had one each, and I think yeah. Coldwell had the other one. Hey, each, you want to uh, spray this bedspread real quick and just see if there's anything there? Because I figure we'll just throw all the evidence into a into the top cover and roll it up and drag it out of here. Uh, yeah, and so I'll I'll do a couple spritzes over the uh, the computer and bed area, and I'll also do a spritz directly on, like, say, the doorknob. You spray the bedspread and the computer, nothing. Spray the door, nothing. But as this mm. mist drifts down, you notice that right at the threshold of the door, you see it glow purple. The door crack. Yes, at the Fucking base of the, the door. It weasels slinking through everywhere. Aichi, I don't know this. Uh, I mean, look, do we is do we really need to go into this room at this point? And as you get closer to the bathroom, by the way, the uh, the pugnant odor just gets stronger. Okay. I, look, this guy's probably dead. I think we both know what's going on here. And while I'm talking to Ichi, I'm like picking up the notes and stuff off the floor and putting them on the bedspread where the laptop is. I'm closing the laptop. I'm not feeling comfortable being in this room right now. Yeah. Well, how about you wrap up all that? And since I'm already on the uh, freight ends of sanity, let's do a little uh, little door crack and take a peek in. Because we need to know if someone's dead in there or not or something. All right. You crack the door open each, and you can see that the room on the other side of the door is dark. Bathroom well, completely. Did all I could. Close it. I'm <laughs> Okay, am I able to uh, flick the light switch from there? This bulb in this room appears to be out as well. <sighs> okay. Yo, uh, yo, Rice, can I see your tactical flashlight, please? Yeah, go ahead. So, as as I would like, what I would like to do is move everything out the room. I'm going to push the door open, and I'm going to be leaping back and seeing and and with the light and see what I can see in there. I'm not going to stand there at the silhouette in a, in a doorway. Okay. Uh, so you push the door open and it slowly arcs its way to an open position. And the light from this flashlight you can see a tub full of water. From what you could tell, the water looks fairly crimson. With a body submerged in it, the head of which protrudes just above the waterline. Seems to be a man, probably in his late 20s, maybe early 30s, 
heavy set, curly black hair and a bushy beard. You see that uh, one of his wrists is hanging out of the tub with a large, deep laceration, almost down to the bone. Dry blood caked on the floor. As you're moving the light across, you see a bulge on the top of the body's head. Seems to be a whitish tissue, probably about three inches in diameter with no hair upon it. Good lord. Okay. But it, it doesn't look like anything you've ever seen. And then you see it start to like pulsate and move. Yeah. And I'm actually moving out of there. burst out of the <laughs> skull. And you see this tendril of purple ooze flow out of the body's head onto the floor, coalesce into this undulating ball. It doesn't have a, a smooth spherical surface, nor is it angular. It, it defies logic as it moves with a type of life to it. And let's uh, let's see what you're going to do here each. With a 15 for your initiative. Is that my initiative? That is your initiative. Don't we roll? Nope. No? Don't we roll okay, for initiative. Yeah. Okay, well, 15 then is a good number. Ironically, you and it have the same decks. Rice, what do you have for a decks? And where are you at in this room? I'm inside over by the beds. Okay, what's your decks? 13. 13? Well, I thought that's where I was, too, because I had said I was pushing the door open and then yeah. going back. But, but I it's, thought, it's right, you were moving the door. towards you at this time. No, okay. I was still I was still getting everything together. But I need to know what everybody's decks is so as okay. we go down. So each yes. you and this protomatter spawn have the same decks. So I need for you and I to roll off D twenty. All right. D twenty, let's go, baby. I got a four. I got a ten. What do you want to do? Um, I'm saying we Knowing what I know about what Adesso dealt with, I say we get out the room, close the door, and and hopefully this thing just goes away. Um, Which door? The main the door? Entrance? Yeah. Okay. But I'm so not you... going to leave. I'm not leaving Coldwell here. Uh, so I'm going to be. You mean Rice? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Not nah, fuck Coldwell. He's he's done. <laughs> he's dead. <laughs> so cold Rice. Um, <laughs> uh, so I'm going to be going. This is the same thing that Adesso dealt with. Let's get out of here now. We got the information. So when so, I hear that, I'm I'm just I'm grabbing the the comforter that I have already kind of bunched up with everything. And well, let me tell you something, Rice. You're not going to go before it does. All right. Well, if that's the case, <laughs> then we should just attack the shit out of it. So can you close the bathroom door? I had I had jumped away. I'm not near it. Damn. Or can I do can I do that, Ryder? Is it, you could try to make I, that move. I will. Okay, I will attempt to do that move. Then I didn't know if that was. Uh, you possible. do have a doubloon if you need it. Somebody seems bloodthirsty right I now. I ain't doing that until someone dies. I, <laughs> we all have doubloons, right? I yeah. do. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay, so I, I would like to uh, leap towards the door and close it. Okay. Now I know that this thing slides under doors, but still, maybe the. Just like with Adesso, the being it closed, it, it stops moving. So you close the door. 
and immediately you hear the shock of something very powerful striking the door on the other side to the point where it splinters the door. Damn. Rice, what do you want to do? Get, get out. I'm making a freaking run for the door. Okay. The bathroom door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> making a run for the door. He runs to the door. As all this is going down, Coldwell, you pull into the parking lot of Shut Eye with a Deso riding shotgun. Walk me through. Do we notice any activity going on in nope. any of these rooms? Nope, everything's Anything. quiet. You pull up, you see that the Shut Eye is very quiet outside. Both the glass doors are closed. Which side of the parking lot did you say we pulled in from? The front. So okay. that would be the south side. South side? Okay. And oh, like right here. I was just trying to see. Here's the the front door. You guys would park right along here. Okay. And 106 and what's that top top left room? Is that 102? 112 is top left. 101, 102, 103, 104, 5, 6. Uh, what does that say? That's 112. 112, 11, we're, 10. We're mainly, I'm just mainly looking at where, where they're at, like in 106 or 102. We're pulling up on that side, the correct side. Well, they're in 106. The being the south side of that, right? Yeah. Okay, so we're pulling on that entrance. Okay, that's what I just want to make sure. It's not really an entrance, though, because all the doors are on the inside of the motel. So there's only really three ways in, which are the two emergency entrance exits and the, the double front doors. Tell me what you want to do. Um, enter the, the front doors, because we know that both Rice and Ichi were going to go investigate the rooms and have a talk with uh, Scott Adams. You enter the shut-eye, and you know that he was in either 106 or 102. Those were the two rooms that he had procured. One is to the far right, and one is to the far left. Well, we knew that Scott Adams was staying at 106, so... We figured they'd probably go talk to him first. Okay. So you pass the lobby and you turn to the right and you see Agent Rice running out of the door of 106. A Agent Rice, where's where's Ichi? He's in the room. He's in the room. We got to get out of here, man. There's proto-matter. Agent Adesso. Well, he gets out of the car. And is does his perspective allow him to see wheelchair. both agent? He's <laughs> <laughs> got his rascal. <laughs> does my perspective allow me to see both Agent Rice and Agent Coldwell? As you enter the lobby and follow Coldwell, you both are looking down that same hallway. You see Rice come out. You hear Agent Coldwell ask him, "You know, where's Agent Ichi?" And you you hear Rice's response to it. So you're both looking. He may be in front of you, Coldwell is, but you can see down the hallway, Rice coming out of the room. And I hear what he says. Yep. I draw my pistol and make the approach to the room. My intent is to provide any cover fire for each if he needs it. Okay. So as you start moving halfway down the hallway, that's where you'll stop at that point. Agent each. Aye. You are Good left night. in a room. The bathroom door closed. That's now shattered. Yeah. Well, since I move first, I'm going to move out the door 
and close the the door again, the outer room door, and see okay. if if that thing pursues even more. Now that the room has been totally open to sunlight and all that kind of stuff, um, and I'll move as far down the hall as uh, as possible. Okay, so you'll make it halfway down the hallway and actually be standing right next to Adesso. So you pass by Rice. Rice. Um, well, I won't. I won't leave Rice by himself. I'll, I'll stop where Rice is. He's right outside the door of the uh, of the hotel. It's yeah. closed though, right? Not yet. Now, now it is. You closed it's it, closed. so yeah. Okay. Well, I closed it, and I'll as I move by Rice, I'll say, "Move back! Move back!" Adesso, another shit weasel. Got it. Rice. So I'm gonna start moving down the uh, the hall towards our rooms. Okay. You hear a crack on the outside door of room 106, and it splinters in half. Oh, shit. Okay, we're going. Coldwell, what is your dex? 11. 11. Odesso? Same. Guys, give me a... Uh, roll off? Roll 20. Roll give me a roll off. Roll 20. 13. Uh, the first natural 20 of the game. Oh, yeah. shit. Tonight's right session. On. Yeah. All right. Aren't you going to do the spiel, Ryder? <laughs> <laughs> no? I will. Hold on a second. I got to oh, find myself. <clears throat> Remember, folks, my fellow slinging agents in the field, right in the show at Rolled Hard 20 Podcast, tell me who rolled that first hard 20, and I'll send you out a D20 with a sticker and a genuine fake gold doubloon. You don't like you don't that get genuine it. fake part. Is that? Did your lawyer tell you to say that? <laughs> don't disclose attorney-client privilege. That's my <laughs> lawyer. <laughs> Adesso, you see each run up next to you. You hear this thing burst through the door. Mm -hmm. I'm going to shoot it. Can I see it enough to shoot? <laughs> Not yet. The door is broken open. That was its move. Was to shatter the door. Okay. You get Did the blow look like door? it came high or low? Top of the door, bottom of the door, middle of the door? Middle of the door. Middle of the door, okay. About, about three feet off the ground. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put uh, two, three rounds through that area preemptively. Okay. I can't see, but fuck it. Already? Start uh, evaluating. Start the ball rolling. Start the ball rolling. Do I need to roll the shoot or can I, do, do I just... Yeah, you have to roll your firearms. All right, cool. And my firearm skill is pretty good. At least it was. Um, firearms under 56. And I rolled a 20, 29. That's 29 under 56. So you strike the door. Whether or not you hit this thing, you are uncertain at this time. Mm -hmm. What's the damage? The damage on, a, on that 10 millimeter is a D12, assuming I hit it. So let's try and let's roll that up too. Fucking turn and splinters. And that is a seven. Seven. Yeah. So you're not sure if you hit it or what kind of damage you may have done at the time. As this weapon goes off, you see three doors open. <laughs> I've actually three doors find down. <laughs> you see the room you guys are standing right in front of room 105 and you see angel spivey looking in shock you see the door to room 104 open 
and you see Joe Krista come out with his weapon in his hand. And you see room 109 open with Susan standing there. <laughs> no caracola, huh? Sending Holdwell. his woman out to do shit. <laughs> no, you sent him off somewhere, remember? Oh, that's right. He's at the quarry. <laughs> Coldwell, you see shit go down immediately. What are you going to do? Uh, I'm going to draw my pistol and and actually take shots at where Agent Odessa was as well. All right. Fire it up. Okay, so that is 76 under 50, so that's going to be failed for my I shooting. think 76 is over 50, but... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So you see this purple ooze come out into the middle of the hallway, and it's like a buffet of love for this thing. Good name for a band. A buffet for buffet love. Of love. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> how, how large is this handler? This Buffett. It's probably about the size of a, between a volleyball and a basketball. Where are you at, Coldwell? Well, Rice, where are you at? Let me ask you that. I'm running towards our, what, room 110 and 111. Where are you at? Where'd you stop with your movement in relation to everybody else? Because we got Adesso and we got each right in the middle of the hallway in front of 105. We got Coldwell behind them about front of 104 um can you show that the uh the rooms again i thought it was on the discord i don't see it uh it was but oh i can pull it back up real quick hold on a second i don't know why you guys didn't just tell me to fucking do that you're the handler that's your job all right right, no problem okay so it came out right here boosh we got where am i looking oh and adesso are right here hold well you're right here Miss Spivey, Joe Krista, and Susan. <laughs> Where are you at in this whole thing? I'm right over by the manager's store, and I'm dropping that right there. As okay. I get, yeah, as I get to the manager's, um, I'm dropping that uh, evidence of, you know, the the um, okay. comforter all rolled up. All right, and I'm pulling my sidearm, and I'm pointing down the uh, the hall now. Okay. This thing starts to move at a rapid pace and immediately attack. We've got three people that are within range. One, two for Adesso, three, four for each, five, six for Miss Spivey. <laughs> Adesso. Wow, oh, shit. Uh-oh. I'm sorry about this, Agent Adesso. Well, it's going to miss because we got all kinds of doubloons. Yes, we do. (laughs) This thing lashes out with another one of these pseudopods. 29 under 35. I'd like to use a balloon. Let's see what the damage is. No, you don't get to do that. Oh, bullshit. You get to to, make me re-roll it. No, man. I'm just fucking with you. Go ahead. You want to use the the balloon? Make I want re-roll. to use the doubloon. I only have five hit points. Okay. Yeah, it's not going to be able to hit you again. I will re-roll it. Good choice. 81. Hoo-ah. This <laughs> thing lashes out 
and strikes the overhead light just above your head, shattering it's glass steady. shards down. <laughs> Rice, what are you going to do? Rice is going to take a shot. Okay, so you're shooting through two agents. So this thing is going to have partial cover. It'll have a 20% to its AC. Or you'll you'll subtract 20% from what you roll. Oh my god, dude, get this. <laughs> so my firearm skill is a 52. So it makes it 32. Well, no, I rolled a 31. You made it. I made it. Yeah, oh, right on. <laughs> awesome. Ryder, do you have the map up anywhere for this? I do. Or no? It's on, it's on roll 20. Oh, I, sorry, I'm on roll 20, but I just didn't hit launch. Key. Oh, sorry. Um, dude, that is... It. That's wow. crazy. Within one point. Yeah, I rolled a 31. What's your damage? Awesome. Oh, um, hold on. And I rolled, let's see, I shot with my Glock, my 10 mil, that's a D12, and that, <laughs> that's going to be a 9. 9. As this round pumps into this, this globule of protomatter, whatever you want to call it, you see it go through and actually strike the back wall back by the far emergency door. And it pauses for a moment. Now, it's like nothing you've ever seen. So you really can't tell how much damage it may have taken or if it, even if it even affected it. At that point, you see Angel Spivey's door close. <laughs> <laughs> you see Joe Krista come partially out into the hallway. Look down at sights at this thing. Oh my god. And blink twice as he makes a sanity check. Dude, that guy's been waiting to get his gun off since the beginning <laughs> of the episode. <laughs> yes, he has. How'd he do? He failed. Shocker. Uh, he takes four points of sanity <laughs> in his hand holding the weapon actually goes Drops down it. towards his side uh, as he I looks at this thing. You see a <laughs> hand pull him back into the door and close the door. Dude, I knew those NSA guys were a bunch of pussies. <laughs> <laughs> However, for some reason, Susan is still enamored by this. Odesso, what would you like to do? I'm going to shoot it again. Okay. And I oh, we're going to explain this. 43. Nice. Under? 43 under 56. What's the damage? I'll roll the d12. And that is a 10. Fuck yeah. That's 19 now. Assuming it has any damage or it takes (laughs) damage, but you know, we're doing our best. It takes a moment to pause. Coldwell. Coldwell's going to take a shot. (laughs) Well, let's fight the creature. (laughs) No, <laughs> it takes a shot, then takes a shot from his pistol. That's good. Uh, he fails, <sighs> goes over, Man. 98 or under 50. Damn. Uh, so the bullet strikes the emergency exit towards the back, missing it. Each. All right, uh, so we came out of 106. Where are we at now in this hallway? 105, 104 area? Right there. All right. Well, I guess it's <laughs> I guess it's time to breach the tube and fucking go uh, katana style on this fucking thing. 
If guns ain't doing it, maybe some cold, hard, hot, toddy steel. So I need to roll under melee weapons, 43. Zero seven. Oh, right oh nice. <laughs> and I so think you that's come down on this thing. Is that what it is? I think that's what you told me. A yeah, I think it is. Okay. That's a 12, my friend. Swear to God, that's a fucking 12. Woo! Right on each. So you come down oh, on geez. this thing. Let me describe this. You run forward, pulling this katana out, bringing it down, bisecting this thing. You see both halves fall down to the floor of the hallway and begin to coalesce into two small balls. Oh, love it. Oh, boy. <laughs> and I'll see you next session. Oh, oh, small balls. At least I know how to handle this one. Yay. <laughs> All right. uh, one of the things we've got to figure out is that there's a fire extinguisher in the hallway. Does that mean maybe that's our next choice? Thank you for joining us once again on Roll the Hard 20 Podcast. Remember, you can find us and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Podcasts, and Audible. And if you like what you're listening to, leave us that five-star rating and review. We have also have a YouTube channel at Roll the Hard 20, so if you're into watching, head on over and hit that subscribe bell. We can also be found in the wild on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, so don't forget to look for us there and check us out. You can also contact the show directly at RollTheHard20Podcast at gmail.com or head on over to the website at RollTheHard20Podcast.com where you can download the current show directly, pick and choose past shows from our archives, or view our galleries. We've got a lot of stuff posted there, so check us out. And finally... Join us on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash rollthehard20podcast where you can become a hard slinger and pick up swag. So until next session, keep your dice warm and your glass topped off as you roll those hard 20s.